I'm Jake. I'm Joe. What are we talking about? Shit, shit. Did you hear my voice cracked? What are you talking about? It, I was telling somebody at work this uh, um, about how whenever I was younger and my voice started to go through the change. Yeah. Um, I it, it would crack really bad. Like I was fucking shaggy, and um, <clears throat> so I lowered my voice uh-huh. so it wouldn't crack anymore. And yeah. if it did, you didn't notice it. Yeah. And uh, then my voice became this kind of sort of nasally nonsense. So nasal uh, nonsense. Nasal nonsense. It's it's deep, but it's like nasally kind of. <laughs> it's ear. That's why I don't like to like whenever. Well, I, I think. I've been listening to the podcast because when I, I do those like uh, the previews, yeah, yeah. So I actually have to listen to the yeah. podcast now. And it's, I mean, I actually enjoy it. Like it's uh, it's so it feels gross to me mm-hmm. to enjoy my own podcast. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is some good shit this right is here. Fucking awesome! These guys should be famous. They got, they got some content around here. But yeah, so uh, but yeah, my voice is really irritating. Like well, it, it really, it's grating to me. I think we've talked about this. Well, I think everyone does. I mean, they talk about that specifically that most people don't like the sound of their voice, and it's because in our when we're speaking, we're hearing it reverb in our own head, so it sounds different. So once it's actually caught uh, being you know produced out of our mouth that way, it sounds different when recorded than it does in our own head. Right? We're actually hearing what it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds off. I mean, I don't prefer mine either, but I like your voice. It's soothing. Well, thank you. I know Missy had me read to her once in a while, and she's just like, I just want But then once in a while, she's like, I'll get in a deep octave and just kind of be stuck there for a minute. And she's like, your voice is doing that thing. And I'm like, what? And she says it like vibrates weird to where it like, she can feel it in her head like vibrating slightly. Yeah. I've heard you do that before. It's yeah, it's weird, but fascinating. It's, it's like the, the right pitch to blow some brains apart. I think it's what the, maybe that's your mutant power. Yeah. I got the, it's, it's glass shattering, but it's it's for human brains. It's it's very specific. (laughs) Yeah. You have to find that perfect octave and you don't even find it on purpose. Yeah. I've told you too. Like I, I can tell that I, I'll change my voice based on who I'm talking to slightly, which I mean, I think everyone does a little bit. They might not be as aware of it. Be like talking to the kids. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? What what do you need? Can I, can I get that for you? And I get get a little higher and more gentle and sweet. Hey, Hey kids. Hey kids. No, but yeah. And then almost like once in a while I'll start talking and then I'll get in, or if I'm a grumpy, we're waking up. Hey, every, yeah, what do you need? We'll just be well, I do that. I, I do notice, like at work, uh, one of the guys I work with, uh, named Matt, but he gets into like a kind of. He's usually kind of jaded and kind of irritated and yeah, upset. So I try to. I usually I have to talk loud anyways there, mm-hmm. but I get a higher voice and more jovial yeah. and happy. Yeah, yeah. That way, it kind of maybe rubs off on him, and he's a little <laughs> happier to be there. Even though in my head, I'm like, I fucking don't want to be here either. But I'm like, yeah, we both got to be here, so we might as well be somewhat yeah, happy. Yeah, I mean, so you got to try to make it. So I try to make it a little bit better for me. That we always joke like, if we ever found another job, like we'd only find another job where we both could go to it. And uh, but he's like, he's like, I'm not leaving here, and honestly, I probably won't leave there either until I become the world's greatest writer, or the best podcaster in the world, best podcaster in the world. That's up oh, there. We go. That's a new theme song. Uh, 
sorry, Cairo Jag. No longer going to use your song. <laughs> An impromptu song by Joseph is what we're going to do now. <laughs> sung completely off. Tune. Well, I got, don't worry. I got like an auto tune and oh, the, well, an there you go. Yeah. Actually, I tried to use it the other day because uh, on uh, the other podcast that I'm on, uh, got to work did, on my scales. We did a uh, like a barbershop barbershop quartet sort of thing. We did uh, we did circle 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 of jerks, but we're fucking yeah. terrible, yeah. as you guys heard. Um, <laughs> I was a baritone in choir. Wait, you were in choir, yeah, for two years, middle school, sixth and seventh so grade. You, can you like legit sing? Uh, I used to be able to sing okay. Um, I can do all right if I like legit warm up for a while. But I think I've, one, ruined what singing ability I had listening to or screaming along to like Slipknot and all that jazz. As and you then, do. Yeah, like you do. And then um, there's a lot of car rides with just full volume and... See, you, you know. blew out your voice but, by, by screaming along to Manson or Slipknot. I blew out my vocal cords screaming along to Be Prepared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like Jeremy Irons. I want to block my vocal I mean, cords. It's not a bad and way to get replaced by Winnie the Pooh. But uh, you know, also like when I was in choir, you you do go through like doing the scales and warm ups and things like that. And you know, I I don't do that anymore. So I mean, maybe if I I took you some time towards to it. practice and things, maybe I'll just start practicing so we can get you to sing on the That's, on the podcast. I don't know about that, but, but yeah, it was funny because it was like you know sixth seventh grade. So there was like three of us that were in the baritone bass level because most guys voice well one there's right. not a lot that are that low but especially not in sixth or seventh grade like i mean that's usually the less you know the smaller group of yeah just do the everyone else is singing all the lines i'm just like do 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 <laughs> cut off do do dot you know like the yeah. do do dot yeah just i just jump in that's how you need to introduce yeah. yourself from now on the do do dot yeah, I'm like I'm Jake, and you're like doo doo dot, <laughs> and I'll try saying water water. Right. Yeah, it's all that jazz. So, um, but yeah, I got tired of Spirit Fingers. I was I was like I like we because we had to sing in it. It was like a show choir. And I was like I don't mind singing, but I, I don't really want to put on the this dancing the, shit's overrated. The sparkle vest and you know you liar. Yeah, that was your favorite part was, of it. It wasn't, and so I went to study hall. Yeah. And took a nap. I'll text you what I did whenever I was. What the fuck was that? Oh, it was a branch. Branch <laughs> fell. Like it just fell out of my tree. I but it looked like something was just falling. I was like, what the fuck? Felt like maybe a big ass squirrel was falling. Anyways, uh, that's what I did too when I because I was in band mm-hmm. from like. I wish I would have taken. I think like band. sixth grade until until eighth grade. What'd you play? Um, uh, the baritone. Um tuba i was trying to remember what i think it has like a bear the the i think like bc tuba or something to that effect but i was actually fairly good at it um but i quit uh the band because uh the director got fired and part of it was uh the pta wasn't a fan of the fact that he was gay Mm. um so they sort of already hated him and then ultimately pushed him out and then they had this new guy, which the guy was fine, but me and another guy out of protest left, and it upset the 
the new director because he was like, well, I don't have anybody else to play brass. I'm like, fuck off. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. So we both, me and him bailed and took study hall instead. But yeah, <laughs> that was that was my adventure in high school. Yeah, junior high. Yeah, it wasn't. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have middle school. It wasn't yeah, like you went. School. You went to sixth yeah. grade and then with then high school, junior high, and then it was high school. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, that's what I'm saying with middle school. They called it junior high. I think it's technically considered Shelbyville Junior High School. I think there's Shelbyville. I know. I know. I'm saying oh. here, <laughs> junior high is middle school. Yeah, but no, I know. I think yours is like six, and then they go seven, eight, and then. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. in Morristown, it was um, K through 6 yeah. was elementary. Yeah. Then 7th and 8th grade was junior high. Yeah. And then ninth through senior was... Yeah. 12th. I knew what it was. <laughs> I chose not to say it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's not like it. 11's a weird number. Anyways. <laughs> it doesn't follow the number convention. It doesn't, does it? No, 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 no. Never thought about that until you just now said that you really? dick. Yeah, I honestly never have. Never put much stock into this number thing. It's just a fad, man. All right, so what are we what are we talking about? <laughs> what's, a lot of shit. What's this show about today? So, uh, what's our goal at least? So, well, they're going to they're doing a sequel Re- to the reboot quill <laughs> of Halloween. I like Which, the word reboot cool. I know, it's fine. It I'm makes gonna me happy. And, this is going to be the reboot cool edition. Um, <laughs> but it's the... They're going back making a sequel to the reboot cool of the OG 1978 Halloween movie, which was called Halloween. Um, so I don't know if they're going to call this one Halloween 2, even though... Well, I mean, Halloween was... I know, that's what I'm saying. So like, maybe. Why, maybe we'll just call this one Halloween as well. <laughs> just just do years now from now on to yeah, be like it's the way to go it's halloween it's the way to go 78 halloween 2018 halloween 2020 <laughs> um so yeah they're doing that again what did you think of uh did you have you seen the newest halloween movie yes what did you think of it yeah i mean it was uh it was a thing no i I thought it was the best one since the original one. Yeah, I didn't hate it by no means. It's, again, one of those situations, though, where the drama comes from a character doing things that only serve the plot but don't make sense in How do you mean? Well, like, you know, one of her big issues was not dealing with uh, him coming back to get her, but she stayed in the same town where all the events initially happened she didn't actually she was outside of Haddonfield I mean it's outside of town is still (laughs) did they ever actually say that it's still near Haddonfield yeah yeah, like they said I mean they said it's Haddonfield see I don't I need to go back and watch I've watched I watched it like two days he comes right back to find her and she instead of moving farther away she just booby traps her house yeah and then, you know, leaves him in the flames and not make sure he's dead so that we can have a sequel. But I think it made sense for her to stay where she stayed because while she didn't quite deal with the fact that he was still alive, that he never died, mm-hmm. and, um, she did it because 
she wanted to be prepared for when he escaped. She knew he would. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying, think, though. If you know someone is going to escape and that they're going to come after you. But she felt that it was her duty to make sure he died. Yeah, I, I get that. Because she didn't. And like I said, I, I didn't hate it. I was just saying, like, you'd expect someone if they're having issues and this kind of... What not you, necessarily... What do you think was... Because this obviously ignored everything past the 78 original. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the best things that they left out? Oh, I can't tell you. I, I haven't watched a lot of those in a long time. Let me tell you. Because I did not rewatch <laughs> all of those prior to watching this recent one. Um, the, the most recent one I've, I've I watched... Uh, I watched all of them that were out at the time of probably 2002 or something. And then I watched uh, the... That shitty resurrection well, one? Well, so all of them up to that. Including that or up to that? I think up to watching that one. I watched that one. And then nothing until, I think, what, the two, 2007 Whenever uh, Rob, Rob Zombie, Zombie I watched that, it. and then the remake, and then this one, and so I haven't watched any of those really since prior around 2002. So it's been 17 years. Oh, that is a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So this is okay. <laughs> this is my opinion on it. Okay. So you give me your opinion. I will because, uh, to me, still to this day, Halloween. Is the best horror movie ever made. Yeah. I will argue that point until let's argue. That is the hill <laughs> that I will die on because I'm I, gonna stab you on that hill and watch you. You, you can drain stab me on that road. hill, but I'll still win the fight. Uh, <laughs> Wait, but you'll be dead, and I will live. <laughs> I won. No. no, no, you will not. <laughs> I died on that hill. Enjoy your hill. No, I took you the st- land. This is how strong my argument is. You'll stab me, but then you'll bleed out. This is the uh, <laughs> this is the nerd debate. Let's do this. Um, well, whatever you get stabbed by, I have an adamantium skeleton. Healing factor. Fuck you. I win. I might bleed for a minute, but it'll heal and I'll move on. They call me Darwin. <laughs> Later. <laughs> but um, so obviously, I love the original Halloween. I, I do, yeah, even yeah, if it, yeah, I, I believe it's the best one, but I understand where people don't think so. Um, because it is, it, it's a little boring at times. I can see where people think, I can see where people think, I don't think it is, but I see where people think it. Yeah. Um, but well, I mean, that's the argument between like, you know, a slow paced thriller as opposed to. And that's why I enjoy it. Yeah. Because it's yeah. slow paced, it builds, and it there's something to me still scary about just some guy stalking you Mm -hmm. like it's not somebody stalking you in your nightmares it's not some unkillable monster at a camp it's a guy yeah and that's all he was um i mean in later incarnations it changed now when they did this at the 2018 halloween Mm -hmm. with danny mcbride as a writer on it what a weird fucking thing um when they did that one ignored everything past yeah, the first much. one yeah so that would include uh, uh no longer is michael myers her brother mm-hmm. uh no longer was he possessed 
by a cult mm-hmm. led by a man in black, uh, the cult of Thorn. Um, no shitty reality TV show took place at his house. You know, none of that nonsense happened. And he didn't fuck his uh, niece to create a baby to pass on the curse of Thorn. Uh, <laughs> that oh my fuck. <laughs> so having having some issues over there just this, retelling this. This is like I used to love yeah. Halloween Six: The Curse of Michael Myers. That was my favorite for a long time because it was the first one I watched. So it was held like like Die Hard Three will always be my favorite Die Hard movie just because it's the first one I watched. Yeah. It's I know it's fun. I know the it's original fun. Die Hard is the best yeah. one, and I will always say it is. But Die Hard Three, I mean, a, like you said, it's a lot. Of, Jeremy Irons as the villain is and, always good. And Sam Jackson. And Sam Jackson. I mean, come on. Sam Jackson, and Bruce Willis together. Come on. Um, but this was like Zeus. Zeus. Some people were really upset that they made it. Father so of Apollo. They, <laughs> don't fuck with me or I'll have a lightning bolt up your ass <laughs> yeah I love it god damn we should talk about that next <laughs> I, I started hearing the, the Ansco marching song while seeing tanks or big big dump trucks dump trucks come by come on get your shit together I was working on it <laughs> fuck anyways the so, fact that I knew that so anyways uh, uh, people some people were upset that they they changed it um that where Michael Myers is and her brother. Jeremy Irons should be Riddler. He was Alfred. No, I know, but I'm just saying because I'm making a joke about Die Hard with a Vengeance because he leaves he clues. Simon says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Riddler says. Go on. Um, but yeah, so people are upset. But I think ultimately that's the best thing to leave out because that's what led to the insane off-the-rail story that became of Halloween. I, I, and after in 2007, um, Rob Zombie remade it because they said the series had gone so far off the rails mm-hmm. and it's too deep into detail about who Michael Myers was that they needed to reboot it. Mm-hmm. So the answer was clearly to go into great detail <laughs> about who Michael Myers was. As really a child. lean in on this. Lean in on it, like lean hard on it. Uh, which actually, I don't mind. The Rob Zombie remake, mm-hmm. um, it's a bit gory for the sake of being gory. It, I mean, it, it's Rob Zombie, and yeah. I get that. But he also has this like really irritating. Yeah, I'm wearing a. Well, this is his best movie. Um, <laughs> he's wearing a Devil's Rejects T-shirt currently. But he's got he's got this fucking ridiculous hillbilly psycho hillbilly aesthetic. Uh, that it's. I mean, it, have you seen the uh, image? It's a Facebook meme, or well, I see it on Facebook. Like, it's a uh, Rob Zombie's nothing but a, a hot topic. Randy Savage. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. It's, it's pretty, pretty dead on. It's pretty right. Yeah. Um, it's good but, stuff. So, oh yeah. So he, he he applies it to Michael Myers, which it worked, I guess. Uh, and then he made Halloween two or H two. Holy fuck! What a nightmare that movie was. What a piece of shit i hated that movie so much i i hated that movie partly because uh i had bought tickets for it i went to go see it but we were me and zach went to go see it we were i think like five minutes late and it was like a midnight showing and they locked the doors so tickets went to waste 
So I was pissed off. So I was like, fuck, I need to go see this movie. So I went to go see the movie like the next day. So I paid twice to see this movie <laughs> and only saw it once. And I was so disappointed. And what a piece of shit and, a, and such a sanctimonious, pretentious bastard Rob Zombie turned out to be in this movie. Uh, oh, fuck, what a... <laughs> Come on. It really Tell us how you really feel. It really upsets me. I don't I'm like... Not, you're not really conveying it properly to Rob me. Zombie <laughs> is such a douchey director and writer. Like, Devil's Rejects notwithstanding, his movies are all style, no substance. That's all he goes for. He's like, I want to do things that look like they mean something, but they really don't. And that's all he does. Lords of Salem is the perfect example of that. That movie is god-awful, and it's just a vanity project for his wife. And then El Super Bisto is... I'm not going to go into this. I don't want to go into this. I, don't, I fucking hate Rob Zombie as a director. <laughs> I barely like him as a musician. Uh, anyways. So whenever they're going to make a sequel, and they said they're ignoring everything after Halloween, I was happy. Like good, Sold. no crazy nonsense on this uh, in this movie, and there wasn't. It was a. It felt like a true sequel, mm-hmm. you know. And not that Halloween two didn't feel like a true sequel, you know. It was. It did uh, the original the nineteen eighty. I think nineteen eighty uh, Halloween two felt like a real sequel. Mm-hmm. It was a little more gory and flashy than the original. That's just because John Carpenter didn't direct it yeah uh i don't even think he wrote it um but and then obviously we'll go off the rails we had season of the witch which if you watch that movie and don't and know what it is it's fine it's perfectly good it's serviceable it does its job um but i i enjoyed this movie i thought uh, as far as remakes go reboots go reboot cool reboot cool this was yeah, probably I mean, probably the best example of one. Yeah, I didn't hate it by no means. Uh, it didn't need to be made. No, and that's and that's the problem with a lot of remakes, reboots, even sequels in general. Some just don't need to happen, and this didn't need to. I'm glad it did. Yeah, because it was because the last it, thing people yeah, really mean, remembered was either Rob Zombie's Halloween Two or, yeah. and that's it's the issue you get to with most of these films that they they do well initially upon release so they want to do sequels to something that wasn't necessarily intended to be a long shot story then it starts going off the rails and then with this you know they kind of redeem some uh uh substance to the series again yeah and now they're doing a sequel because it did well and that (laughs) that really does worry me because it's like i was like Oh, you had a great ending. Yeah. It could have ended right there. And yeah, they left it open because clearly they, you don't see Michael Myers in the building as it's burning yeah. down, which is, I think, something a lot of people missed initially because uh, it's just a shot. Like, mm-hmm. I think they just assumed, like, oh, they're just showing that everything's on fire and burning to the ground. But then they do a weird shot at the end of it where they show her granddaughter, Lori's granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And she's holding a knife, and they sort of play that theme music again, almost insinuating that now she's crazy. Or I, I, I didn't quite understand what they were going with. Uh, 
they could go with that yeah. shot, and they could. Yeah. I mean, after watching this, I do trust because everybody's coming back for it. As far as the writers and director, producers and all that, uh, and actors. So, I'm fine with it. I trust it. I'll give it a shot at least, you know, and it could suck. Yeah. I just don't want... And I feel like... like this could have been a... This could have been a go out with a bang. Yeah. And hopefully... They, they don't, don't let it fizzle out. Yeah, I don't want them to let it fizzle well, out. Well, and it feels like it too. It's inspired uh, the new Terminator to bring Sarah Connor back as an older female lead mm-hmm. uh, action. Well, this one's an action. Uh, and this Halloween's is also obviously more. Cool. Of a, yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, we'll see how that goes too. If they can continue, because I mean, I don't. Did you watch the trailer for the new? Terminator? I haven't watched the trailer for it. Yeah. It didn't. I've kind of. You know, I've, I've never con- been a huge Terminator. I, I person. really loved the Terminator this. One and Two. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. And then I didn't hate um, Salvation. Salvation. Um, I was not in love with uh, Terminator Three. Yeah, uh, and not Genesis. It. Yeah, I didn't watch uh, Genesis. I um, it had such potential to yeah. be decent, but the most baffling thing in that movie was to reveal that John Connor was a Terminator. Yeah. In the trailer. Yeah. That was, I don't, I still don't understand. Because, like, it's almost like they're like, oh, you think that this is going to be yeah, the twist. But it's not. It, that well, is. That's it's, a twist. That's it's it. the thing. is like, when you have time travel, for one, it makes things sometimes complicated. A little messy. And and then if you are going to do time travel, you need to stick with one of the three kind of main ideas of time travel. Of yeah. Like, all right, this is your rules of your universe. Now stick to them. And Terminator has not. <laughs> it's consistently. No. It is not. It is uh, not. Um, it's he's. They've constantly changed it. What is allowed? What's not allowed? Uh, if it affects the future, if it doesn't affect the future, if it creates a different timeline, if it, you know, just depending on who's writing in what they want for that time. I think. Um, yeah. As much as I don't like James Cameron, the fact that he's back involved with this. Mm. And the idea they're doing a reboot cool for this yeah. makes perfect sense. I think it's a perfect idea to get it going again if they want to. Bring some uh, substance back to it. Yeah, that's a, that's, yeah, it's the same. I mean, a lot of the stuff ends up being that there's no substance in any of these sequels. Yeah. And in a lot of cases... Because they're generally cash grabs to keep the franchise. And I there's mean, obviously also not a lot of you know substance in some of the remakes yeah. that happened. Yeah. Uh, first one that comes to mind is like this is my probably my least favorite mm-hmm. as far as remakes go um would be uh, uh king kong peter jackson's king kong yeah, yeah. one i'm a massive fan I, I can never remember the year i think it's like 1923 the the, the og king kong like the, the you know that black and white masterpiece that that was perfect i thought that was fantastic yeah um, and then they for the time for, the time, for yeah. sure, yeah. But even now, I can still watch it and I enjoy it. I have a lot of fun watching it. Um, and you know, but uh, who's it? Who's the lady? Favorite, I think, is who it is that plays it. I can't remember the guy, but anyways, and there was a lot of potential in Peter Jackson remaking it because it's like, okay, he can. Peter Jackson clearly did Lord of the Rings as much. As I, I'm not a huge fan of Lord of the Rings. He, I mean, he made great cinema out of a fantasy book. You know what I mean? Like Here we are at the end of all things. Shut up. No. Uh, <laughs> so I thought, I was like, I was like, for sure, he could do this and it'd be great. And what we got instead was this 
all style, no substance. Again, that's the big issue with this sort of thing is he wanted to show off effects which weren't good except for Kong himself. But even then, you King Kong is not a gigantic gorilla. King Kong is an ape-like creature, a giant ape-like creature. It doesn't have to be a gorilla, but that's what he made him. He made him a gorilla. And yeah, you obviously Kong has gorilla-esque features, but not necessarily directly a silverback. I didn't like the design. I was okay with all the actors generally. You know, I thought uh, uh, Naomi Watts was pretty good. Adrian Brody's always really good in whatever he does. Yeah, Even Jack Black. I mean, he's always... Jack Black is usually pretty trustworthy as far as when you put him in something. He can handle himself. Yeah, like, he's even fine. Even a serious role of your... I mean, exactly. Bernie and things like that. Uh, you can even, like, um, uh, The Holiday, which is, I think is a romantic... Yeah. I feel like a lot of the times comedians generally have some of the best range of the actors. Do. Um, generally, yeah, don't watch generally, the, yeah, There's there's people that are obviously like like that slapstick kind of stupid, try to steal the show yeah. kind of care. But uh, there's there's a lot of them that really generally. I mean, can, Robin Williams. I mean, that's yeah. right off the top of your head, right there. Yeah. It's comedian who turned out to be a really quite a great mm-hmm. actor. Um, uh, George Carlin. George Carlin can do it. I mean. Some would argue this, but Jim Carrey, I think Jim Carrey is well. Good yeah, range. you get a lot of people who that that one is uh, kind of uh, more divisive. Arguable. Like, uh, but uh, I was saying, I, I think he has a, a good range. Um, I, I be, I'm yeah. with you on that one. Um, but uh, there's a lot of people who be like, mm, no. Yeah, I mean, and then you got maybe even people like Steve Martin, or you know, some of these. Steve Martin is actually really great. Yeah. He he tends to stick with yeah, is something that's humorous. But or, he does ha- he does a lot of movies with heart, yeah. and he does the job really well. Like a lot of a lot of them kind of Bill Murray, com- Bill Murray, uh, which which I wouldn't he, argue he I mean, was a, he wasn't necessarily a comedian, but, I mean, but he was a comedy based. Even actor. going into you know like the SNL cast, how many of them have moved on to do Robert Downey Jr. Decent, yeah. Decent Technically, if you want to go, yeah. yeah. I mean, even Sandler, who a lot of people give shit about his movies, when he does do a drama, he's his wonderful. His movies, the Happy yeah. Madison movies, are garbage. Yeah. When he does movies where he, he gets to be dramatic or gets to be funny, but not like Sandler funny. Yeah. He's, he's wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I think a lot, of, a lot of them really have, which, I mean, you could take that for several different reasons. I mean... I, I would say generally most comedians are are observing people as part of their humor, which allows them to empathize and then you know draw out characters from that and exactly. be able to emulate. Them I think well. that's I think that's and also there's also you can also look at like uh, a lot of them deal with their own demons as far as depression goes or uh, well generally it is depression, but so they're able to or anger use or that political you know things like that 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 drive them that they use humor then to uh so i mean they've got usually a little bit more kevin smith actually is a fairly solid actor who doesn't i'm not saying he's like oh my god no i'm just trying to think of anything i've seen him in catching release you probably haven't seen that that um that's the one thing i can think of he was where i've seen him not kind of be he was fairly remarkable in catch and release the movie itself is not super good, but he <laughs> he, he was really good. And that's even most critics agreed and said that 
while the movie itself wasn't good, he was the best part of it. Um, uh, also, I mean, a lot of his roles is Silent Bob. He gets a moment in the movies, mm-hmm. usually, where he can... Where he, it's always whenever he talks. And it's usually a pretty good moment. He says something when you're chasing Amy or, you know, Clerks, Dogma. Um, yeah. But um, what about... um? Superhero reboots. Good or bad? Which ones? So what are we looking at? Like, um, specifically... Particularly, I mean, you go to... You can say, technically, Batman... 1989 Batman was a reboot. I mean, it's of the franchise, really. I mean, it's the first film uh well i mean they had the they had a film with um yeah the 66 uh bat film batman yeah yeah. adam adam west west thank you ember adam west adam adam we ah what are you doing i'm trying to get all the a's out of my body Uh, Uh, oh my um, god i'm a tomato But uh, yeah, I mean that would work. I mean, obviously, the Superman they redo, uh, Spider Man, they do Spider Man a lot, several times. <laughs> um, we've had a reboot, and we'll go film wise. I mean, they've they've had some TV series as well. All these these people, but uh, got um, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's a pretty good example. I was gonna say. Because uh, that that would I would put on my lesser uh, liked ones. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Wait, the remake? You mean the reboot? remake? Yeah, for, or the reboot from the original series to the newest one. Let's now, explain real quick though what we're saying when we say remake and reboot. Remake. Yeah. So a remake would be something like Scarface, The Thing, Blob, Fly, Halloween, yeah, you know, stuff like that, where it's remaking. A movie that already looks child's play that just came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, a reboot is just rebooting the franchise as far as like from Batman creating Robin new, to Batman Begins. Yeah. It's creating a new timeline, a new continuity, a new, ultimately a new franchise, but it's mm-hmm. rebooting an existing property. Uh, that's what the difference is. And I'm I, I'm not saying that anybody knows what that means. Just want to make sure anybody who doesn't, that's what we're, that's how we're differentiating it. Yeah, I mean, uh, now the the sequel to uh, the reboot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I didn't mind so much. I didn't either. I thought it was done better. It's so. This is my chief complaint with a lot of um, superhero movies, or even I mean, comic book properties in general that they adapt into movies or even TV shows for that matter. Is they sometimes forget that these comic books are generally colorful and yeah while they do have you know dark moments and very serious moments they are comic books they are meant to be a little bit fun and uh, escape reality typically yeah um so whenever they did uh michael bay didn't direct it but it was a very michael bay yeah uh michael bay produced uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, if it you, was very much dark. Well, I mean, I would say the f- the original was darker in a lot of contexts. The original first movie, um, it's but got a also, much more serious tone, and a lot of the characters are way more fleshed out and likable, or at least where yeah. you care about them. But it's also with a world that has so many colorful characters yeah. that you can introduce. 
why not try something different besides Shredder yeah. in the foot? And clearly, they, where they really fucked up in that movie was William Fitcher, Fitch, Fitcher, Fitcher, uh, the uh, the guy who played Sax in the movie, like the businessman in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, clearly, he was supposed to be Shredder. Yeah. When they made this movie, but whenever that leaked out or rumors of it leaked out. Fans lost their fucking minds. So they had to hurry up, go do some reshoots with some random ass old Asian man playing in the shadows Shredder. And they cut every scene where there was an actual Shredder in a suit and jumped right to Robo Shredder. Yeah, and I think I think though like the sequel to that, it works better because with Michael Bay's setup, with him being kind of uh Blowy up. Well, yeah, explosions and not very mature humor and that kind of setup. It works to put in, uh, you know, um, bebop and rocksteady Absolutely and does. you know things like that. That works for his kind his of setup. Aesthetic, yeah, and so it works as a more fun, you know, family oriented film. I mean, I think the original one is kind of reading more off the original the comics, comic which was a darker. It was supposed to be essentially a referencing daredevil and electra yeah um which is why they have the same powers for you people who don't know that uh the the radioactive goo that uh gets spilled on the roadway and splashes into um, matt murdoch's matt murdoch's eyes is also the stuff that runs into the sewer and creates the teenage mutant ninja turtles his enemies are the hand Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are the foot. foot. And uh, it continues on, like, you know, the size that Elektra uses, the red bands on the, on the thing. They wanted to Because initially it was only red bands on their yeah, eyes. It they wasn't all color coded. Red bands. It was for the uh, TV or the animated series that they color coded them and whatnot. Um, and it had a much darker tone. There was gore and violence, and they were. More in the aesthetic of a ninja and right. assassin, and that's what the first thing. movie was meant to emulate a little bit more. And um, then they did the second movie, which supposed, which was meant to be closer to. I think the cartoon had ex- had yeah, come it, it was it was in point. there uh, for both of Between them. And the, I think I think they uh, tried to mesh the first one with the comic book and the cartoon a little bit and kind of create a middle ground because they still have a lot of humor and a lot of silliness in there, but it's. The it's, second it's one got is a darker they, tone. The second one is a lot they, more silly. They start to leave behind. And I, I, I gotta say, the, the second one is is amazing though. I, I do. I, I, like, I didn't. I for, love the first one. For but years, it is I, a darker, slower paced tone. The second one is wonderful. For years, I didn't realize that people didn't like the second movie. Yeah, I quite love it. I yeah. think it's. I think it's. It's I, amazing in its own way. I still reference uh, Donatello at the beginning pushing on the clown yeah, spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do all the every, time. I do the same thing, and nobody it's ever gets so it. So amazing. Um, it's such a wonderful uh, cold combat, cold cuts. I uh, <laughs> this is kind of off topic, which fits. Um, somebody, what? somebody, what were you talking about? Something different? Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. I to stay on topic around here. I f- forgot what the show was about. For fuck's sake. <laughs> but I, uh, somebody at work with it made a reference like, um, God, what was it? They were talking about someone went to use restaurants. They are babies. Sorry. The baby. fuck was that? The token razor, man. When they're, they oh, turn I was into like, what are you? He screams it for like 
10 minutes. Now, baby. But uh, so he made a reference to someone who went to go to the restroom and said, hey, could you not figure out the three th- uh, three seashells? Uh-huh. And I Demolition man I references. I couldn't stop laughing. And then I, I'm sitting there losing. And he looks at me kind of weird. And I was like, I was like, was that a fucking demolition man reference? And he's like, oh my god, you got the reference. I'm like, yeah, I love demolition man. That's an amazing fucking movie. Wesley Snipes. Want to hear a fun fact about demolition man? Sure. That uh, Wesley Snipes was so arrogant, he told them, I can do my own stunts. I don't need a stunt man. So they went and they filmed like all of his stunts. And then whenever he left for the day. They brought in a stuntman to reshoot the stunts because he did such a garbage job at it. Nice. Yeah. That's a fun little fact. Good stuff. Anyway, back to remakes. That's a movie they should, they could remake now. They they I don't I don't know. I don't know should. that they should touch it. Maybe they should make it's, a sequel. I, I literally saw something uh, I think maybe last month about someone who was like why Demolition Man is so underrated and it's an amazing movie. I, did, I, I just I'm like yes. I did just see yeah, other somebody, people know this. Yeah, last night actually somebody shared an article was like why Demolition Man is the most underrated movie of the, of the 90s. I'm like, it is. It's amazing. It's a wonderful movie. It's one of the most underrated. Go watch it. It's probably the most underrated uh, For action movie. For we have spoken. Um, but as far as like, uh, what's your what's your favorite remake or reboot? Um, I gotta say, I was kind of going through some still. But uh, I really enjoyed Mad Max Fury Road, which would be a reboot cool yeah, technically. Yeah, I enjoyed that movie quite a bit. It's a bit messy because it's like you don't really know where it falls. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is, and they used one of the same actors as the villain as a villain from the previous movie. Yeah, but and that's the thing is, it's it's technically considered a reboot, but it's still has some continuity. But I can the, I can tell you for but sure. I enjoyed I enjoyed it. I can tell you for sure though. You don't have to have watched any of the other movies no. because I haven't watched a single other movie. But I watched Fury Road and I did enjoy it. I thought it was I, aesthetically pleasing. Oh yeah, aesthetically it was really cool. And I think too, I thought it was an interesting concept the way they were talking about how he wanted it to have very little dialogue so it could just translate as a visual medium for the most part, which is a perfect. cool concept. Um, and it works in that film pretty well after uh, watching that i'm ca- i'm a little upset that i can't remember that director's name fuck anyways i'm a little upset he didn't get to make his uh justice league movie yeah yeah it would have been i imagine pretty wonderful <laughs> um but yeah so. i'd say uh, if i had to pick a favorite um re i'll go with remake favorite remake me and Zach did a list like this before, and I mean, I George Miller, George Miller. That's it. Yeah. I alternate quite frequently. I alternate a lot whenever it comes to like list of movies and stuff. But um, I'd have to probably say either The Thing or Carpenter's Thing, not mm-hmm. that yeah, shitty yeah, 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 yeah. 2009 one or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck. Pitch meetings, man. I know. Um, Super easy, barely. Really inconvenience. <laughs> I do love that. That guy, that Ryan George, he's fucking, he's uh, a genius. Yeah, I've been, I've been marathoning his uh, stuff. It's, if it's, you guys don't, I, I don't know anybody yeah. who hasn't seen it, but. Go, go watch go, Screen Rant and watch yeah. the pitch meetings. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're wonderful. On YouTube. Um, but, um. <laughs> oh, 
feels like you shouldn't say that. Oopsies. <laughs> oopsie. <laughs> Such an upbeat oopsie. He kept, he kept stopping him saying from, uh, they were doing Deadpool 2, and he's like, he'll have tiny little legs and even tiny little like baby genitalia. And he's like, baby genitalia is tight. And he's like, no, don't finish that sentence. And he's like, were you going to say tight? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, don't you do that. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I loved that. Uh, I sent him one earlier, uh, and they were talking about what, what predators predator and he was like yeah we're gonna do this this and this and like just the whole building rumbles and he's like what was that he's like oh it's when every single director and film who, who pioneered film pioneered films, rolls over, in the, rolls over in the grave at the same time that's what happens that was, that, that was uh, quite genius it's super good but um no yeah. i'd say um <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 uh but yeah the thing or uh fly yeah the fly with uh gold bloom it's a masterpiece it's wonderful the second one not so much no it's a little i mean gold bloom gold blooming it's gold blooming i almost called the last uh the episode we recorded the one that got released gold blooming the globe globe gold blooming edition um yeah uh the fly is a wonderful one um what'd you think of the evil dead remake it's not a remake well it's a reboot cool reboot cool uh how did you feel about the reboot cool I will. I will differentiate because it's yeah, not. The, I, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Um, it's in continuity, but a reboot. Yeah, it's in continuity, but not really. Yeah. Like it's it's re- if it's flirts with the line because it's, it's essentially a remake with a female Ash, but not Ash. But then different story, and then it ends with Ash from the original in the series, credits in the credits saying groovy, groovy. Although do um, you know what the original. Like there's supposed to be a post credit stinger to that movie. Yeah, I think I read something, but I don't remember. It was what meant it was to be uh, Maya. Them, them drive off into. Well, she was walking down the road, missing her arm and shit. Yeah, I think we talked about this on this possibly podcast before. Yeah, well, they're they're gonna it's all been a while. all thirteen of our listeners are gonna hear it again because um, I think we only had three at the time. Uh, <laughs> we have more than three now. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. Probably not. Holy hell. Uh, Someone was at work was actually listening to us today and like mentioned it. This I, just sucks. I know. What the fuck are we doing? Who the fuck we think we are to tell people what they should listen to? Hey there, listeners. Are you tired of the same old boring podcast to talk about the most up-to-date trending topics, celebrity news, sports, politics, our day-to-day life experiences, and the world around us? Or is it that you just can't find one at all? Well, look no further. Real AKA Truth is a biracial podcast with three guys who speak nothing but the real truth on today's society and culture in their unique, hilariously witty way that you are sure to get a kick out of. With new episodes published every Saturday, join them each week and you're sure to get a smile with Nick, Muff, and T.Y. Available on almost all podcast apps and formats. Just search Real AKA Truth or go to anchor.fm forward slash Real AKA Truth 2019. Now, more what were we talking about? Um, uh, <laughs> but, uh, we love you and don't he, leave us don't leave all of you all three <laughs> uh anyways give me your but, names but the original send you baskets the, the post credit singer and i don't know i think they filmed it but they never released it or anything was supposed to be she's walking down the road and then an s-mart truck pulls up next to her and then so i guess asked if she needs any help and it's ash in the car and uh, she turns around and she turns all fucking deadite, and then he looks at the camera. He's like groovy, yeah. and I'm like, holy shit, that would have been fucking beautiful. Um, 
I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really. Yeah. It, it is. In, it's in my list of like top five remake reboots. You know, it, it, I think it's. I thought it was really well done. You know, and people want to bitch about it, but I'm like, one thing people bitch about is like, who would they have to make her a female? Make it a female? I'm like, <laughs> who gives a fuck? The character is not real. Yeah. I never understand that argument. I know. Um, Unless, like, the character uses their dick to beat people unconscious. To impress the Doesn't chick matter. Hello, the Captain Dick. What? Uh, Lonely Island song. Oh. To impress the chick, do the helicopter dick. Do you do the helicopter dick? Oh, yeah. To impress what? your wife? She's she's not impressed anymore. <laughs> she's like, all right, Joe, put it away. Yeah. She's not impressed with anything. I'm like, hey, I just flew over here and she's like yeah whatever <laughs> that that seems par for the course <laughs> it's impressive you could even do the helicopter dig if you can I don't know if you can or not <laughs> well hold on <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna hear some cool sounds <laughs> ooh it's chilly in here now <laughs> why am I still sweating though what a Foley artist team wants to hire me <laughs> <laughs> You still want to be a Foley yeah. artist. Yeah. Pull, I still do. It took me a second to remember Foley artist. I was trying to think I, of the... I was actually trying to think of the I word. But I pulled it out. Ew. <laughs> but, uh... Um, give me... Give me... Give me get the talk some more. Dread? I didn't watch it. Me either. I had no interest in it. I heard it was You good, know what? I, I watched too. the original. I, I, I like the original. Um, like, everybody hates it, but I enjoy it. Um, I was going to say, uh, technically, The Mummy with Brendan Fraser is a re... Reboot, remake, Re- remake. yeah, remake. it's Which, real loose though. <laughs> I enjoy it. I love it. Um, the first I, two I, are great. Oh yeah. The third one's, yeah, it happened. Um, and then there's one with Tom Cruise. Yeah, and then there's one, Planet of the Apes. Uh, uh, is that? See, I never quite understood where they were going with those, like. As I understood it, as no, don't get me wrong. I love all three of those. I think they're brilliant. I've only films. watched the first one. Um, really? I bailed on it. Yeah, I got the other two. I'll make, I'll make you watch it one of the, one of the times. You're gonna watch them. Okay. I mean, I feel like there's better options, but it doesn't do. matter because if I choose it for you, you're you, going to watch it. Which I was supposed to bring those. You got to go pick up a bed later anyway. So yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Shit, forgot. Anyways, uh. <laughs> I forgot how to do like lifting and shit today. I'm going to see Twice Drive 4. I got to be up at like 1, so this is going to be cool. You're it's, up now. It's, it's 8 a.m., guys. Is it 8 a.m.? Yeah. What a fucking awful. You're supposed to be here at 6.30. I got here at 6.45. And we didn't start recording until like 7.15 or something. Actually, we're like an hour. Yeah. But we, we fucked around for like 15 minutes. Um. Anyways, uh... <laughs> interlude oh uh i never quite understood what they meant where they were supposed to go with the planet of the apes movies that like matt reese did mm-hmm. i don't think he did all three i think he only did the last two but i i understood that they were supposed to be prequels to the existing planet of the apes movies not the shitty wait were you talking about the tim burton one? <laughs> i don't know are we what were you talking about <laughs> Well, no, no. Uh, you talking about the you talking about the like the the rise, of the, rise of, the of the planet of the apes, dawn and war, and then there's dawn, planet of the apes. 
I said Planet of the Apes. So you you're not technically Rise of the Planet. You can go ahead and do Rise because that's what you start with. So that's I think those are meant to be prequels. I don't think yeah, they're like really understand. really prequels, but like I think that's what they're meant to be. Um, but if you're talking the Tim Burton one. <laughs> mm, God damn, those are bad. <laughs> that's a bad movie. man. That was my first introduction to Planet of the Apes. Uh, when I it was mine it. too, it actually. Was, and I, I even watching it and not watching the original, I was like, "This movie is not good," <laughs> and I didn't understand the ending. I still don't understand the ending, and I'm fucking thirty-two years old. I haven't rewatched it. So. I was a kid whenever that movie came out. Um, I should be able to understand it as an adult because I'm fairly smart. I'm not hyper smart, but I'm I can string a sentence together, kind of. I haven't watched New Hellboy, or I would talk about it, but I've heard all bad things. I've heard nothing watched, but bad things. I watched the trailer, and I was like, yeah, that's bad. I would <laughs> That's, all I, that's all I needed to really confirm watched, my stance on it. I watched the trailer, and I was like, it looks like it could be fun. And I was more interested in seeing what David Harbour could do. Because mm-hmm. I enjoy the actor, I think he's I think he's yeah. pretty good. Which apparently he like walked off set because of all the nonsense <laughs> yeah. going on. Uh, and there was like one of the chief things that they were complaining about was the director wanted a realistic looking tree in yeah. a particular scene, and then but uh, whoever whoever made the movie Warner Brothers wanted like a asymmetrical <laughs> one. I'm like, what a weird argument! And even the movie the movie premise is weird, anyways. But the argument being about a tree is baffling but that movie yeah it didn't look even michelle because i even said i was like i kind of want to see that and she's like really i'm like yeah it looks fun she's like i think it looks bad yeah i, I was kind of on that that came but again i i thought actually i thought i mean i liked david harbour also it actually looked and, like his but, hellboy was like a messed out version of ron perlman's yeah it didn't but look it also quite that looked, good it looked like someone had taken ron it perlman's did head with look aesthetically a little closer to the comic book or the newer yeah it's not necessarily a good thing no um it wasn't i'll tell you i will (laughs) honestly when it comes when it hits netflix or it hits whatever i'll watch it yeah my argument i won't pay one i didn't like the the visual design of hellboy in it it was a little Um, jarring but but also which i mean guillermo del toro uh visual you're he's gonna take the cake on that for me you know what what's really pissed me off though what's that Guillermo del Toro god damn uh, and Ron Perlman Uh both went to Warner Brothers I think it's Warner Brothers right they went to them like hey we want to make a Hellboy 3 yeah and we'll make it rated R and they're like, no. Yeah. And then literally, like three months later, they're like, we're going to remake a reboot uh, Hellboy. So everybody initially was like, oh, you know, the Toro and Robert. Yeah. And like, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's yeah. all new stuff. I'm like, and it's going to be rated R. I'm like, Which fuck I, you. I, Guillermo wanted to do a trilogy yeah. initially, and that's what he was kind of setting it and up for. And he was so passionate about it. Yeah. Like, why not let him finish it off? And it's not even like... They underperformed. Yeah. Both of them performed really well yeah. and got, or critically, I wouldn't say loved, but like yeah. they weren't hated by no. any stretch of the imagination. No, and uh, yeah, I mean, so visually, but then they argued, all right, it's going to be rated R. It's supposed to be darker. It's a little bit more. I was like, okay, that could be interesting to you know go full rated R and try to do a little bit more dark, a little more story. And then like the first few things I saw in the trailer were like, Marvel-esque jokes 
in it. And I was just that like, is true. No, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> like you, you, the one thing that slightly interests me about your version, you just threw away. <laughs> yeah, that is true. They did. They did. I don't need a pun. To, yeah. Uh, right now, like, what's like, when it comes to remakes and reboots? What what's like the what is what do they need to do to make it successful? I mean, and and like in my mind, like this, is something, and I've brought this up to you, like, and it's not quite really a uh, reboot or a remake, but uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, I really really loved, um, and I thought I'd like, call that a reboot. I mean, it, it essentially. Yeah, it's 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 kind of rebooting the setup, but it's and it didn't do commercially well. But I don't think the original one did commercially well no. on in theaters. Um, it just became a cult hit with uh, you know, the group that followed it. But they they took essentially the essence of what the story was. They took the somewhat the pacing, but fixed it. Remember, made it a little bit faster. But I think some of the They've got to stay true to the tone of the initial film, and I, that seems to be something that really gets lost in, especially like with horror genre. Like you look at something like the first Hellraiser, and then you know a couple down the line, and it's just a little. They've taken all budget. They've taken the tone away. They focused on the wrong things. They you know. They they basically water everything down to where it's subpar in every. You should get like you know, the frame of what it used to be. Yeah, I mean, like even if you're introducing new characters or they've got to still fit in universe in the in the universe you set up that you've set up and like you know one of the things that made I think Halloween probably decent this reason is that you don't see. <laughs> Michael Myers very much at all. No. Uh, it's all you you get an interest for the characters and he's seen from in his slow paced you know around and that was what made him initially interesting in the first one is he's you know you see the knife you see the, the mask from the shadows and it's more of a psychological threat that you know is there and coming and you don't really know what he looks like and you don't really right. know. So you're conceiving all these possible iterations. So then when you show him and he's just like a bulked out guy, like ripping people in half, you're like, Oh, all, all the mystique's gone. You know, like it, it loses a lot of that. So, I mean, I think again, just like I said, at tone and getting, uh, keeping characters consistent to who the character was in a previous like if someone is super intelligent and very witty, and then the next one you make them dumb. <laughs> well, I mean, even if you like look just... you look at Halloween. Halloween stayed pretty true to who Sam Loomis was supposed to be mm-hmm. in the first one. In the second one, they made him a prima donna, arrogant twat, like yeah. a baffling change to a character that doesn't didn't make any sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think one thing that like whenever they do. When they do remakes, what they need to do is stick to the story, but update it. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a thing. I wouldn't say necessarily you have to make a lot of changes. I mean, change dialogue. Um, and, and, I mean, and even no. if you change... Like Scarface is a perfect example of it. Instead of like dirt being based on uh, uh, Prohibition, 
uh, it was based off of, you know, Cuban immigrants coming into Miami. Miami. Holy shit. I forgot. I was like, where is it based at? <laughs> and, uh, cartel, and based on like drug cartels and yeah. stuff like brilliant. And it keeps yeah. sort of the same message and sort of the same story in real loose but it, it's, it, it, it's, it's like wow my wife and i were talking about uh, uh romeo and juliet uh with leonardo dicaprio like they literally verbatim have the same but you know their sword is a gun and you know things, and i yeah. still enjoy <laughs> you're like yeah i'm like i enjoyed that movie. i didn't i did not <laughs> i i did not um, but they uh, I did not like it I did, I did not, not. <laughs> um, but when we do a, a reboot so more like a remake's tougher to do because you're gonna like you have to be very careful about what you do if you do a movie like Back to the Future mm-hmm. you're not gonna get any business because you'll you'll get business from me because I'm just I'm curious yeah you know I like to see what they can do um, but like generally you're not gonna get a lot of business so you have to pick and choose the best movies to do remakes of are ones that are sort of obscure or foreign films Mm -hmm. because a remake essentially is a way to introduce the story to a new audience. audience. Uh, A Star is Born is probably the best example. There's been, I think, the most recent one with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga was, I think, the fourth iteration of the story. Um, So I think it's that's a perfect example they and they each time they did something yeah. a little different but keep kept the story about yeah. the same uh reboot on the other hand uh you need to be different oh yeah and that's where like amazing spider-man failed the first one actually did i think a pretty solid it's a little boring but it did a pretty fairly solid job of like uh, of uh being different from sam raimi's first one mm-hmm. Uh, and giving you giving fans something they really wanted to see, which was like the lizard. Yeah. Uh, although I'm pretty sure the actor who played Kurt Connors and in San uh, Raimi Spider Man was probably pretty pissed. I was like, God damn it! I almost got to play the lizard. Um, yeah. I can't remember the actor's name. I really enjoyed the first uh, Amazing Spider Man, or I didn't really like which either, one. Either the ones with Garfield in it. Andrew Garfield. You liked the second I one? I said I didn't like either of oh, them. Oh, I thought you said you... I was like, what? I really didn't enjoy either one uh, of those. I um, enjoy the first one because I enjoy Andrew Garfield. I actually enjoy Andrew Garfield and uh, Emma Stone's chemistry. That was... That's a huge selling point of that movie for me. Like, they felt like a real couple. Tobey Maguire and uh, Kirsten Dunst never felt like they even belonged in the same room. <laughs> um, But then... Amazing Spider-Man like made the same mistake as Raimi's Spider-Man movie and just crammed it full of villains that didn't belong in the same movie hmm. just to hurry and get to a story they wanted to do. Um, so the chief thing when you do a reboot is to be different. Mm-hmm. Don't do the same thing over and over again. That's Phoenix that's, Force. <clears throat> We, fuck nay <laughs> the guy the guy who wrote X-Men Last Stand directed Dark Phoenix he had a second bite of the apple he could have told the story right yeah which I mean chose not to I, I feel too I mean I've, he like doubled I've, down I've heard a it. couple arguments too with like the last stand they were gonna focus a lot more with the Phoenix story and then like other people wanted to 
cram in the cure storyline and does sound very much like fox yeah and it screwed up his his whole storyline where where it screwed up the the layout for jean gray's development so she's just kind of standing around and then with this one um, (laughs) she was like a back she's a prop yeah and then this one i i heard it was partly they were going to have scrolls as and part of the issue, Captain and then Marvel. Captain Marvel came out, and then it kind of fucked up the storyline of what they intended to do. Which is unfortunate, but I don't think that would even save No, no, it it's, wouldn't. I'm just saying. I, I haven't seen it, so I, I don't want to fully judge it because I haven't seen it. It's not really yeah. fair to do, but by all accounts, I mean, the trailers looked awful. Well, I mean, you too. I mean, just on the basic fact of, like, what bothers us is, like, canon and, and following a story of going, like, all right, it's 30 years later. Let's keep the same exact actors that were in 1960, it's in 1990. No, I, I, like, I mean, I can give some of it away, but like when in eight years he's supposed to look like Ian McKellen, Michael Fassbender doesn't do the job. He, he's, he went through some rough, rough, yeah, rough eight years. Um, but there's also, I, I understand a little bit what they're going for, yeah. I think. And I've argued this point before, as I think... Because in the comic books, generally, the X-Men, the superheroes, don't age. They look pretty much the same throughout the years. Now, there's you know different versions where like they're older or whatever. But generally speaking, they don't age. The problem is, that doesn't translate to film. No. So, I think... And there's no... Um, from what I hear, there's no real referencing of the 90s to where it needed to take place in the 90s. Yeah, they could have just made it take place in the... 65 or something. What was the last... 83, I think, was the last... It was uh, Apocalypse. So it could just be like 84. Yeah. (laughs) Since she got the Phoenix Force... She used and the Phoenix Force against the Apocalypse, but then it was they un- they ignored that. That didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, and then while she gets the Phoenix Force while in outer space, yeah, but she had a Phoenix Flame aura to fight Apocalypse, Apocalypse. before yeah. that happens. Before she gets the Phoenix Force, let's face it, the timeline for X, the Fox's X Men was yeah. fucked, and, and I, I think they probably were just like, yeah, Disney owns this. Just toss let's it out. Just, just toss I think it Disney because you can you notice a distinct drop in any marketing once the deal went through like Disney's yeah. like just fucking throw it out there <laughs> we aren't losing any money on it yeah. <laughs> who gives a shit it's done at this point just get it out there just wait five the, years and reboot I, I think they they uh, said they ballooned some of the budget too because a scene where Mystique dies which is in the trailer and it's the only like major I, character death I don't um, you can't see it but I'm they, shaking my head they dramatically said, they said that uh, when it was test screened for audience it was so abrupt that everyone burst out laughing and it was supposed to be they intended for it to be a little more heartfelt so they had to go back and try to re-edit that in a way that made people not go like what the fuck was that about <laughs> did you hear that they're actually going to release new mutants no by all accounts every test screening everything from it it's atrocious and unwatchable and they've that's they've been doing this for over a year of reshoots, like probably a year of reshoots. Still not watchable apparently. Yeah. Like it's it's gotten worse, but now they're just like initially people were like, oh, they're probably just you know the rumor was they're gonna just drop it on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just gonna be Hulu's problem. But now apparently it's gonna be released in theaters. Disney again. I think it's just Disney's like fuck it. Who gives a shit? We don't yeah. care. It doesn't count anyways. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't count. Freebie. <laughs> uh, well, in the X Men universe, uh, Legion's still awesome as far as I've been watching. So I haven't watched any. This is I the know. last season, right? 
I haven't watched season three yet. I'm finishing season two. Yeah, I need to just just throwing it out there that I do need to watch that though. I watched like the first couple episodes of the first season, so yeah. Um, but I'm still having fun with that. Did you watch Gifted? No, I didn't either. I heard it was okay, but it got canceled because of the Fox deal. So. <sighs> Uh, well, we're 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 on the horizon for some new X Men, some some stuff, some new stuff here in the right. I would say, what do you think? Five years? Ah, uh, maybe. I think a they said longer. phase five, and I think we're entering phase four right now. Yeah. So I imagine, I'd say five years is probably a safe bet to see six to see the X Men. Maybe a little longer, but yeah. At the earliest, I was thinking about the problem of Wolverine casting. And I was like, I think part of it too is you don't see very many like short bodybuilders that are <laughs> really don't. And like you see like taller, broad guys. Like you get Moa, you get you know your Schwarzeneggers of past, or you know, it's like really the only one that's kind of on the shorter scale that's pretty, but would be like Van Dam back in the day. Like yeah, that even has like some some bodybuilding experience and like you wouldn't put van damme for that role either their, but their, their best like, bet when they recast wolverine because eric is like, just leave wolverine alone but they're not going to no, uh no. when they recast wolverine they're gonna go with a younger guy more, more likely i was like i would love to see them like stick with the old man logan Throw, that would be interesting just to like, have old man logan that works just get an older guy like you know who could be good that could match up somewhat uh I, which i didn't hear him talk too much but uh the guy from um was it is it dead no that's the puppet movie um it was a recent horror film that was really good um where the a group of people break into a blind guy's house oh yeah, yeah. That, oh the, that guy yeah he was intense and yeah, didn't he, say a word he, he, and he had uh, a deep voice too he he fought to play cable yeah and uh i uh, could have seen that okay he could have been pretty good as cable but uh him if you did uh, an his, old man logan his kinda. and an old man logan actually would be pretty good i think i wouldn't be that mad i can't remember the actor's name nah, I, I, I used to discount the guy all the time but like after watching uh uh, don't breathe. Don't breathe. Thank um, you. I was thinking of Dead Silence, which yeah. is uh, yeah, it's, it's like close. It's a it's, it's a title. Um, um, but after watching, that, I was like, "Fuck yeah, this guy's good, creepy." Yeah, was, um, which I mean, cause he would be a good old man Logan. And you could act. I mean, you you could do old man Logan, and also have a younger. Logan. Yeah, because I mean that's currently you, some of the events in the timeline right now. So you could do something like that. Um, but like I said, I always or, I always feel Logan or Wolverine translates better as an older guy to me. What if they they could still go with an older Wolverine? Now, I'm not saying old man Logan, yeah. but older. Yeah, you know we could get somebody like uh, I can't remember who you suggested, but like somebody like a John Bernthal, somebody yeah. a little older. But X23 is the main Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, that could be interesting. To or see I would love to see uh, uh, was it da- Dagan or da- Dakin Dakin uh, be involved? Could be interesting to bring him in. Yeah, um, he's tougher to do though because one, not many people know who he is. Well, no one knew who. Well, not very many people knew who X twenty three was before they introduced him. Her, Her. that's true. Um, um, but Dakin also has a shorter. Story arc, yeah. So and it's it involves Sabretooth and uh, Romulus. Yeah, he's gonna be. It'll be a little tougher to bring him into the universe, but, I think. But it would be. I'm not saying. It, yeah. would, it would be a pretty. It would be cool to see. Um, but yeah, which I thought they were gonna go that way when they did the Wolverine, because it's 
him and uh right it seemed uh, like that's really where they were gonna head to uh, i can't think of her name but um the the woman he meets silver samurai's daughter yeah yeah and they sleep together and that's who produces dakin as far as i know and then nothing yeah which i mean romulus steals dakin right and wolverine doesn't know about it but but that was also a lot to introduce. It'd be a lot to... Yeah. Well, I mean, if you just brought that in a separate movie... Yeah. A th- another Wolverine movie where that was the plot yeah. line. If they, were, if they weren't so dead cool. set on making Logan the last one, that's, yeah. they could have done that. Yeah. Um, which I thought that was where it was going to go, which I thought was cool because I was reading up on it at the time. But I think... I like, um, yeah. Let's do this. We actually, I think it would make sense for the MCU to introduce X-23 as the all-new Wolverine. I think that makes sense for the direction they seem to be going now. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure on a... It'd be something different. Than I'm sure on a PR you, scale, too, they would like the uh, female... Oh, no, that's uh, also that's what I'm talking about. Voice. That seems to be the direction they're going, what, which is a I, cool direction to go in. Like, well, I'd like to see an older... Like I said, older Logan like being in that kind of teacher spot, too, if they do... You yeah. Know, they have Xavier School or something along those lines. And he wouldn't have to be the focus anymore yeah you, you just focus on the team which i think yeah. marvel smart marvel yeah. studios is smart enough to uh, they'll, they'll figure it out i'm sure yeah so uh, yeah i like to think but i do think uh i was gonna say whoever they cast as wolverine whether if they go with a younger version it's gonna be a no-name actor that's, I, that's, I would hope so that's the only way to not draw any comparison to hugh jackman oh yeah there's yeah because you're gonna if you're like oh we just cast daniel radcliffe is is Wolverine? Such, seems like such a weird choice to me every time. But again, it could also be like the most brilliant choice. We don't yeah. know. Actually, I'm pretty confident it wouldn't work. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We got this guy who's seven foot three. <laughs> We're just gonna keep going taller. Because um, <laughs> fuck you. Because fuck you. That's why you keep bitching. They're gonna get taller. I <laughs> uh, love that. Oh shit. That it? Yeah, I think so. All right. You good? I'm good. You good? I'm good. All right. Are you good, guys? <laughs> well, that does it for this episode of What Were We Talking About? Go follow us on Instagram at 3WTA Podcast and also on Facebook at OG3WTA Podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on your way out. If you have any questions, theories, or ideas you want to send our way, you can drop them directly on our Instagram or Facebook. Or even just toss us an email at realwhatwerewetalkingabout at gmail.com. You can also hashtag 3WTA podcast on any of your social media with whatever you want to hear our thoughts on. Also, if you're feeling generous, you can help support the show by heading over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash 3WTA. So until next time, I'm Jake. I'm Joe. What are we talking about? <laughs>